This episode is brought to you by DistroKid. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Defeat the mix, defeat the mix. Do you think you have what it takes? Music trivia, useless knowledge, shit you never learned in college. Defeat the mix, defeat the mix. Do you think you have what it takes? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of your favorite music trivia podcast game show, Defeat Demakes. I'm Chris Fafalius, and I'm here to ask questions, award points, and be an all-around incredible host. Whether you're relaxing in the tub or working like a dog, I hope you enjoy playing along at home. And if you'd like to play for real, you can sign up for our supporting cast at chrisdemakes.com, where we do regular casting calls for contestants via email. I send out the occasional email looking for contestants, and I pull the contestants' names from a hat. Today, I'd be pulling the name from my Jacksonville Jaguars hat. I'm still breaking this hat in, but it's a nice one. Anyway... First off, let's say hello to the guy who the show is named after. He's the host of Chris Makes a Podcast. He's the guitarist and vocalist of Less Than Jake. And he's a friend to all. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Chris Demakes. Chris, you really stepped it up last episode. You're back on track with a record of two and one. So how are you feeling about tonight? Uh, You know, I got to be honest. I'm I'm feeling... Okay, it's, it's this is not a time to get cocky, you know. I'm I'm st- I'm still reeling from that loss. I, I I'm having a hard time getting over it, but uh, I feel good. I feel good. You got to get the momentum back, I think. But you have a big challenger tonight. He's a Chicago guy looking to make Chris cry. Everyone, please give it up for Ryan Swinford. Thank you. Thank you. Ryan, will you tell us a little bit about yourself? What do you do? What do you enjoy? And what is your area of musical expertise? All right. Well, I'm Ryan from Chicago. I am actually a business analyst who, much like I think week two, had the same job as me based on the description. So I work with artificial intelligence. Um, What do I do? I go to shows whenever I can, even in this current strange world that we live in. And there's still shows. Chris and Chris come to Chicago soon. Um, and my area of expertise is 80s hard rock and metal because I grew up in the 80s. And much like Chris, a lot of the bands he has on were bands I listened to. Nice. So, Chris, you might <laughs> you might have a, a real competitor on your hands uh, today. I, I'm, I'm not happy about that, Ryan. I, I got to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Good. Good. It's a cage match. It's a cage match. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Okay, so I know that you guys already know how the game works, but I'm going to go over the rules real quick for anyone at home who's tuning in for the first time. In each of the first two rounds, you'll choose between two categories, and each round consists of three questions for each contestant. And the scoring works like this. If you can answer the question without the multiple choice, you'll get two points. And if you can answer the question with the multiple choice, you'll get one point. And... 
as you know, you'll each get one demakes to use throughout the course of the entire show. You can use your demakes to demake the other person answer the question. If they get it wrong, you'll get the full points for the question. If they get it right, they'll get the full points for the question. But keep in mind, the person who is being demaked will always get the multiple choice. That's the risk you're running there. But regardless, it still counts for full points, even though they get the multiple choice. So use your demakes wisely and strategically. And we have a new little change tonight. Tonight, we introduce the steal. If your opponent misses a question, you have the option to steal the points. If you opt to try to steal and miss, however, your opponent will get the points. So be careful. Guys, got it? Got it. It's, it's almost like a baseball game, the steal. I like, I, I like this, Chris. I like the new angle here. Right, right. So, you know, you'll get a lot of chances. You'll get a lot of chances tonight. This should be a high-scoring affair. So you guys ready? All right. Yes, sir. Okay, on to the show. And Ryan, you're our guest, so we're going to start with you. Your category choices are 2000s Punk or One Hit Thunder. Oh, geez. I really want to go with 2000s Punk, but I'm going to go with One Hit Thunder. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Will Ferrell and Chris Kattan enjoyed doing their signature head tilt dance to the song What Is Love by what artist? Can I sing it while we wait? (laughs) (laughs) What is love? Don't hurt me. I don't know who it is, though. (laughs) Neither do I, which is multiple choice would be fantastic. Okay. Your choices are A, LaBouche, B, Hathaway, C, London Beat, or D, White Town. Was the first one LaDouche? We'll go with A. What, what, what did you go with, Ryan? <laughs> I went with A, which I believe was LaDouche. <laughs> he went with A, which was actually LaBouche. Sorry, Ryan. That is not correct. <laughs> so, Chris, you do have a one in three chance. Are you going to attempt to steal? You know, Chris, I, I if I were to go with one, it would be B. It had a way, but I just don't know. I, I, I am not. I am not going to steal. Okay. Well, Chris, maybe you should have because yes, it is Hadaway. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, no. The other two just sounded too. Uh, I don't know. Contrived or something. So, yep. You win some, you lose some. All right. Moving on to you, Chris. Your category choices are '80s pop or the '90s. Going to go with '80s pop. This 80s new wave band had a hit with There's Always Something There to Remind Me, a cover of a song written by Burt Bacharach and Hal David in 1963. There's always something there to remind me. Why am I blanking on this band's name? As soon as you say it, I'm going to know. I don't want to have to go for the multiple choice, though. Um, Multiple choice. Your choices are A, Simple Minds, B, OMD, C, Naked Eyes, or D, Glass Tiger? D, Glass Tiger. Sorry, Chris, that's not right. Is it Simple Minds? Well, Ryan, (laughs) are you going to attempt to steal? Oh, I'm stealing this. What is your answer? Naked Eyes. You got it. It is Naked Eyes. Hmm. Simple Minds would be Don't You Forget About Me. Good one, Ryan. Good one. Ryan steals the points to take a 1-0 lead and 
it's his turn. Ryan, your category choices are 80s metal or legendary artists. 80s metal. Uh Uh-oh. Before he joined Metallica, Cliff Burton was in a band called Easy Street with two future members of what band? That's tough. I have a couple ideas because of location. Can we give me the multiple choice? Your choices are A, Megadeth, B, Faith No More, C, Red Hot Chili Peppers, or D, Testament. Uh, B, Faith No More. You got it. I never heard of that band name. I knew he played in a band called Trauma. I never heard of Easy Street. Me, me either. That's why I was kind of confused, and I was thinking it was Exodus, actually, but that was Kurt Hammett. You got it, though, man, and you got a 2 nothing lead. Uh-oh. Chris, you're up. Your choices are 90s punk or 70s hard rock. Let's go for uh, 70s hard rock. Cheap Trick's name for their band was inspired by their attendance of this band's concert in which the lead singer commented that the band used every cheap trick in the book as part of their act. Yeah, I have heard this before and I can't recall. I'm going to have to go multiple choice. Your choices are A, Thin Lizzy, B, Deep Purple, C, Aerosmith, or D, Slade. Wow. The only thing I could think of would be Aerosmith. They, they'd be they'd be the one. And Aerosmith preceded Cheap Trick uh, by a couple of years. I think Aerosmith's first record came out in 73. And Cheap Trick was maybe 76. I'm going to go Aerosmith. That's the only thing I could think of. Sorry, Chris. That's not right. Ryan, would you like to attempt to steal? As embarrassed as I am from a guy from Chicago, we're talking about the Pride of Rockford. I'm still not touching this one. (laughs) Well, the answer was actually Slade. Chris is not on the board yet, but Ryan maintains a 2 nothing lead. Ryan, your category choices are the 60s or the 70s. 60s. This artist was tripping so hard on acid at Woodstock that he actually thought his guitar neck was a snake. Carlos Santana. You got it. Wow. <laughs> Santana said, the neck of the guitar started wavering like a snake, and I was like, uh-oh. I just started making faces because I was trying to keep it tame, you know? <laughs> wow, Ryan is off to a, a hot start, man. He takes a 4 nothing lead with one question left for Chris in this round. All right. Chris, your category choices are 90s metal or legendary artists. Legendary artists. In 1987, who became the first woman to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? 1987, that would mean that 
it would have been 1972 because you had to have 25 years of eligibility. Did I do the math right there? Um, <laughs> wait a second. No. No, you, you did not. <laughs> it would have been, it would have, wait, it would have, it would have, it would have, it would have been 62, right? 62. 62. The first woman. I want to say Aretha Franklin, Aretha Franklin, but um, I'm going to have to go multiple choice. Your choices are A, Tina Turner, B, Aretha Franklin, <laughs> C, Linda Ronstadt, or D, Janis Joplin. Yeah, jo- uh, Joplin wasn't around in 62. If, if Ronstadt was, she was doing backing vocals and other people's records. Tina Turner was also a first thought, but I don't think her and Ike started till later in the 60s. I know Aretha was early 60s. I, I got to go with that. If I'm wrong, I, that, that's my best foot forward. You got it. All right. You didn't even need that multiple choice. You should have just said uh, it. You know, I, I, I'm gun shy. The, the, the second week, I said the first thing that came to my mind, and uh, I, I haven't recovered, Chris. So that is the end of round one. Ryan leads by a score of four to one. But after a few words from our sponsors, we'll be back with round two, where the point values are doubled, so it's anybody's game. Looking to elevate your music career? DistroKid is a digital music distribution service that enables musicians to distribute their music to online stores and streaming platforms such as Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, Amazon, Tidal, and many more. DistroKid collects earnings and payments, sending them to you, the artist. With DistroKid, artists unlock a world of possibilities. From easily paying collaborators with splits, to securing your music with DistroLock, DistroKid covers all bases. Plus, you can promote your releases with HyperFollow and create eye-catching visuals with the Spotify Canvas Generator, all for free. But that's not all. Introducing the DistroKid app, now available on iOS and Android. Artists can manage their releases, view streaming stats, and withdraw earnings, all from the palm of their hand. And for those looking to perfect their sound, Check out Mixia. With its simple interface and customizable mastering options, artists can make their music sound polished and professional within minutes. And don't forget about Instant Share, DistroKid's newest feature. Share large files securely with collaborators, producers, and more, ensuring your music streams at the highest quality. Ready to take your music to the next level? Download the DistroKid app and explore their suite of tools today. Plus, listeners can enjoy 30% off their first year by visiting distrokid.com slash VIP slash demakes. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash demakes. And we're back. Ryan has a four to one lead, but it's the double point value round. And uh, Chris, we're going to have to start with you since you are currently trailing. Your category choices are 90s hip hop or 90s alternative song lyrics. (laughs) I'm not I'm not going to do well with 90s hip hop. I I just know. Um, Although that's probably the answer I'd get right. I got I got to go with uh, go with 90s alternative lyrics. In Alanis Morissette's ironic, she sings. An old man turned 98. 
He won the lottery and died the next day. It's a black fly in your blank. It's a death row pardon two minutes too late. No idea at all. Wasn't an Alanis (laughs) fan. (laughs) Your choices are, and remember, it's a black fly in your blank. It's a death row pardon two minutes too late. Okay. A, black suitcase. B, Chardonnay. C, Champagne. Or D, Coffee Mate. No idea. A. It is not Black Suitcase. Ryan, would you like to try to steal this one? Absolutely not. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Okay. An old man turned 98. He won the lottery and died the next day. It's a black fly in your Chardonnay. It's a death row pardon. Minutes too late, and isn't it ironic? Don't you think? It's like I know the song. I, I swear I've never heard that in my life. I, and I'm embarrassed enough to say I had the CD. So, <laughs> so the score remains the same. Ryan with a four to one lead, and we're going to you, Ryan. Your category choices are band beef or Pop music of today. I'll go with band beef. This front man believed he was being mocked and ripped off by Mike Patton in Faith No More's 1990 music video for Epic. I can picture the video. I can picture the fish flapping at the end of the video. I'll have to go multiple choice. Your choices are A, Brett Michaels, B, Anthony Kiedis, C, Steven Tyler, or D, David Lee Roth. I'll go with B, Anthony Kiedis. You got it. Yep. I knew it. Ah! Dang you, Ryan. <laughs> You're too good. <laughs> so Ryan takes a six to one lead. And Chris, we're back to you. All righty. You need to step it up a little bit, man. Your category choices are one hit thunder or the 90s. Pick it for me, Ryan. <laughs> oh, do the 90s. Go for it. <laughs> the lead singer of this band sang backing vocals on Guns N' Roses' Don't Cry. That would be Shannon Hoon from Blind Melon. Uh, You got it. A four-pointer. 
And he's back in the game, just like that. Back in the saddle. That's what I get for giving you that one. Because <laughs> I wouldn't have picked the 90s. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, you still maintain a slim 6-5 to five lead, and we're back to you. All right. Your choices are 80s metal or 90s punk. 80s metal. This Los Angeles-based band released their debut studio album, Breaking the Chains, in 1981 on the French label Carrere Records, which was remixed, partially re-recorded, and re-released in 1983 by Elektra Records. That would be Dokken. Wow, he got it. We just hit him up. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> they gave us the cold shoulder, too. Oh, that sucks. So that's four points for Ryan. And he takes a 10 to 5 lead. And you guys have one question left each. All right. Chris, your category choices are 90s punk or the 70s. Let's go 90s punk. No Use for a Name released the album Leche con Carne in 1995. What does Leche con Carne mean in Spanish? Give me a second. I know what it means. <laughs> I think it's milk with meat, but I'm going to have to go with multiple choice. Your choices are A, corn with meat, B, lucky with love, C, handle with care, or D, milk with meat. Ah, <laughs> got it, D. You got it. Should have just said it. So you got two points, so you have seven. And Ryan has a chance to extend his lead. All right. He currently leads 10 to 7. Ryan, your category choices are the 70s or social media. 70s. Thank You for Being a Friend is well known as the theme song for the Golden Girls. The original version of the song from 1978, however, was a minor hit that peaked at number 25 for this artist. Jesus Christ. Um, we'll, we'll go multiple choice because I got nothing. <laughs> Your choices are A, Art Garfunkel, B, Andrew Gold, C, Jim Croce, or D, Jackson Brown. <sighs> what year was it? 1978. Uh, Jackson Brown. That is not correct. Chris, you have a chance to steal should you choose. Uh, okay, Croce died in 72. I know that. So Croce and Jackson Brown are out, and I was wrestling with Jackson Brown. What was the first one again? A? A was Art Garfunkel. B, Andrew Gold. B, Andrew Gold. You got it. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. I'm not ashamed to say. I hope it always will stay this way. My hat is off. Won't you stand up and take a bow? And if 
So, <laughs> we go to the final round with Ryan holding a slim 10-9 to lead. Uh-oh. This is a serious game right now. And I will tell you guys that the final question category is 40 million. That is your last category. And Chris, you're going to get to go first since you're trailing. You currently have nine points. How many of those points would you like to wager on the final round? So I'm on my own show and I'm, I'm still, because this, this round has happened a couple of different ways. So if I bet four now and I get it and I'm, I'm 13 to 10, then he still has a chance to so yes. even if I bet all my points, it, it, it doesn't matter. I need to, I need to bet them all. Either Really, I only have to bet two because if, if he wins, he wins. Um, so, uh, again, I'm not good at math. Um, <laughs> I'm throwing all nine out there. Okay, he's throwing all nine out there. Here we go. Only 10 albums ever have sold over 40 million copies. Which one of these artists is not on the list to have sold over 40 million of one of one record. Yes. Okay. Which one of these artists does not have a record on that list? Okay. A, the Eagles, B, Fleetwood Mac, C, Queen, or D, Shania Twain. I have absolutely no idea. If I were to guess out of those, it, it would probably be the Eagles, but Hotel California was massive. Fleetwood Mac was massive. It could be Queen, which they had huge albums, but what was the last one again? Sorry, Chris. Shania Twain. Shania Twain was just huge. And this is one record. So like like rumors from Fleetwood Mac sold 40 million copies. Really? I thought like Diamond Certification was 10 million. So 40 million. Uh, it's either Queen or the Eagles, I'm thinking. And, uh, I have absolutely no idea. Um, I don't know. I'm going Queen. You got it. Ah! Wow. Wow. Yeah. That was big time, man. And I'll tell you, I'm glad you didn't pick the Eagles because the Eagles are the one artist that are on there twice. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And, and oh, it's no. so funny because Queen was so massive. I was like, it can't be Queen. I'm like, no, that's the one. Yeah. It was kind of uh, sticking out to me there. So, okay. All right. So Chris takes the lead. But Ryan, the ball is in your court. You currently have 10 points. Chris now has 18. So you have to wager. At least, at least eight to tie. <laughs> I don't think you're going for the tie. Well, no, we are not going for a tie. That is simply not in my. <laughs> we're going all ten because I want to win and I want to bury him. Okay, right. <laughs> Thanks a lot, man. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Ryan, your question is exactly the same. Only ten albums ever have sold over forty million copies. Which one of these artists <laughs> is not on the list to have sold over forty million? Oh man. A, ACDC, B, Meatloaf, C, Pink Floyd, or D, The Beatles? Oh, man. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> well, you got to figure the wall had to sell 40 million at some point because every stoner and brother had that record, myself included. 
Beatles white album, I would think at that point, probably dead. <sighs> Back in black. Oh, it sold a lot and it's was played at every college party I ever went to. Um, Bad Out of Hell was huge too. I'm gonna go ACDC. I think you got it. Sorry, you did not you get it. You did get it. That was what I was going to go for. What? Oh. This was really hard because the answer was actually the Beatles. What? Really? I mean, they sold more out. Wow. They, you know, they sold their combined album sales are ridiculous, but not no single album sold over 40 million copies. So, yeah. Wow. I got to hand it to you, Ryan. I, I, I was with you on that one. I was with you. <laughs> yeah, I, Chris, you gave him some false confidence there, too. I, uh, I did. I, I could did. have never in a million years thought the Beatles never sold 40 million of anything. I mean, they were the biggest band ever. <laughs> I know. And the Eagles were on there twice, both Hotel California and their greatest hits album. Ryan, I got to hand it to you, buddy. You you were some stiff competition. I ha- didn't have a good feeling going to the last round, my friend. I did not. I had to run it. I had to run it. I'm glad if I'm going to get beat, I'm glad I got beat by you. So, oh man. And, and, and I got to hand it to our host. Let's hear it for Chris, man. These questions are not easy. Thank you for doing your job. <laughs> no, I think the questions, the other three weeks, a couple of weeks were much easier. Cause I would have done so much better. <laughs> no, there is no gimmies, no handouts here on defeat the makes. If you want to defeat the makes, you got to earn it. Even if you're the makes, you still got to earn it. <laughs> And Ryan, thank you so much for coming on, man. Uh, really appreciate you coming on and competing. Chris, congratulations. You moved to a record of three and one. You are really earning that title of the game show. You well, know? I, I, I appreciate that. And Ryan, thanks for being part of our supporting cast and uh, listening to the podcast and supporting uh, my career and supporting Chris. And uh, thank, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you guys for having me. Well, that concludes another episode of Defeat Demakes. If you'd like to be eligible to be a contestant on Defeat Demakes, go sign up for our supporting cast at ChrisDemakes.com. Every month, we send out a casting call for a challenger so you could get your shot to show the world what you know. On top of that, you'll get weekly episodes of the After Party Podcast, an entire back catalog of After Party episodes, discounts on merch, invites to Zoom parties, and most importantly, you'll be supporting the podcast that you love. We'll see you next time for another episode of Defeat Demakes. Who out there? Yes, we're out there, everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. Together, we host None But the Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and E Street Band are on tour right now for the first time in six years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our bi-weekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. So please subscribe to Nimbut the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, and we hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much! We'll be seeing you! Hey you, do you have any plans this year? Ha! <laughs> 
How's that going? Did you get 2020? Well, welcome to a brand new podcast called 2020, where myself, Benny Goodman, and my good friends, Corey Pazin and Siobhan Cronin from the band Lost Symphony also got 2020. And since the world ended this year, we decided why not just check in with some of our friends in the music industry and see how everyone's doing. We're going to get a candid look at life on and off the stage, as well as the mindset of some of the most successful people in the entertainment industry. New episodes drop every Sunday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And you can listen at 2020 zero-d.com, soundtalentmedia.com, or on your favorite podcast app.